to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I listen because Rod and Karen are hot. Mmm. I told you don't worry. This place is great. You'll see, Maddie said. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's already July. My wedding is in October. I don't have a dress. And from what people tell me, it's virtually impossible for me to get a dress when you look like me and you have this little amount of time to go before a wedding. How can I not worry? He'd never seen Alexa this panicky. She told him the first two trips had been disastrous, but he didn't realize she'd been this stressed about it. Maddie should have warned him that today was going to be like this. He still would have come. He just might have been more prepared for it. Lexi, come on. This will be fun, Olivia said. I can't wait to see my little sister in a wedding dress. Alexa turned to look at Maddie. That's what I thought the first time. This will be fun, I thought. I can't wait to see myself in a wedding dress, I thought. That was before the women women in the bridal shop all made me feel like I was too fat to ever find a man to even look at me, much less marry me. And between their attitude and mom asking me if I was sure about having the wedding date so soon because it didn't give me much time to lose weight before the wedding, I almost lost it. Olivia winced. Theo had always, always thought Alexa and Olivia got along well with their mom, but then he'd also heard that weddings make everyone go over the edge. Lex, I could have told you not to bring mom you knew she would do that alexa glared at all three of them in the rearview mirror why him he hadn't even said anything i got lost in the moment okay i got all excited about having a wedding day and trying on dresses and want my mom to see me in a dress and i kind of forgot what she would be like don't worry it won't happen again as you know today is a secret from anyone except the four of us and drew if i even if i ever find a dress she can come back to see it but that's not looking likely olivia and maddie exchange worried glasses lexi i'm sure we'll find you a great dress olivia said that was just one place alexa changed lanes to head towards the bay bridge maybe that was just one place but every dress i tried on in that place looked terrible on me i'm not even exaggerating am i maddie tell them maddie sighed and shook her head unfortunately no she isn't but that's all my fault. I shouldn't have taken her to that store. They were off of there. I could I don't do bridal often enough to know that how they are with their non standard size brides. But trust me, none of my clients will go there ever again. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Sunday night, ready to do some podcasting. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Search the Blackout Tips. Leave us five star reviews. We appreciate everyone takes time out to mm. do that. The official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport bullet and bullet ball extreme. And today's episode uh, excerpt is from the wedding party by uh, Jasmine Gulleroy, uh, Gullery. I always say her name wrong. Um, but yeah, it, it, it just uh, is this part of the book where uh, Maddie and Theo are dating now, kind of on the low, not really and alexa is getting married and so her and her sister olivia and maddie and theo are all going to get you know look at wedding dresses and theo is like halfway he's he him and maddie are coordinating the wedding so he's part of this kind of stuff too um but even though alexa isn't the main character that chapter a lot of it is about just how you know uh as a bigger woman she's having issues trying to find you know clothing for this like formal event Mm -hmm. and then all the pressure it puts on you you know Mm -hmm. because people do feel like 
if you're getting married you're supposed to like lose all this weight so you look good in the photos yeah, we've seen that before we've seen people lose like a tremendous amount of weight right before the wedding you be like god damn what did you do i know you did something extreme because that's a lot of weight to lose in such a short period of time that's like wedding diets are like mm-hmm. a complete like that's a thing yes it is you know and people do buy into it you know the pressure to look a certain way um on the day that you take these photos and this dress that you know you're always trying to lose weight to fit into mm-hmm. you know um and then not to mention just the idea of oh you're bigger well then uh let's just put a sheet over you you know we don't have like we're not gonna be able to make a good wedding dress for you right and people kill me with that because it's the same goddamn material like people 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 act like once you get to a certain size like you just say fuck it and all you want is is plaid and floral and shit like that like you don't want color you don't want no shit to pop you don't want to look good you want to look like your grandma's quilt it's like who decided these rules and a lot of times i think it's just because not trying to find people are lazy they just fucking lazy they just don't want to take the time and the effort to design and uh now people are actually catering towards these women and the shit is settling out like crazy and everybody else is, is shocked and surprised i think it's deeper than being lazy i think people go put this over your body and just cover it because i would be ashamed to have your body so you should be ashamed to have your body so just cover it don't like don't draw attention to yourself at all in any kind of way and i think that's a very like subversive like underneath i don't think people even examine why they feel Mm -hmm. that way but i think a lot of people do feel that way they do they do that's why they say very insensitive and mean um things consciously and and subconsciously to people of a certain size and it's like Mm -hmm. why would you do that If, if this person was a normal size would you even dare say that and i know for me as somebody who has my my weight has kind of been up and down all over the place as growing up as a child um my mama even still to this day is very it doesn't make sense she's fucking obsessed with weight Mm -hmm. and it drives me up the wall and then she wonders why i don't come and visit her because you know every time i visit you i don't want to be like you put on 10 pounds bitch i knew for you knew i i knew i saw me for you laid your eyes on me so i knew that i gained weight i knew that i lost weight i don't want to hear you know i pick up something go get something to eat and next thing i know you're commenting about my food or or something like that like for me personally it makes people mad and then you know not funny people wonder why people just don't come to events and but like, no, i'm not coming i don't want to i want to come and have a good time i don't want to be the center of attention because you got problems with weight yeah i think also the pressure um of just the wedding industry and the way that people feel about it just you know from religion from the way it's in all of our stories about romance it's always supposed to be leading to this magical day and we really treat that day as it's the as if it's the ultimate thing as if that is the what you aspire to to meet a person and then have a wedding um we don't talk about marriage in that way Mm -hmm. we don't talk of everything else after that is more like you're just on a path but that's supposed to be the peak of the path like you're never going to get better than this day and i think in a weird way you know the more we've uh covered these things and talked about these things and the older we get you know i think i i believe that the there's a reason behind all this that is kind of fuels a lot of the commentary um which is kind of like envy and jealousy of the rich Mm -hmm. um because it's the one day that you get to like pretend 
that you're opulent opulent you know like this is a fancy venue this is my fancy pictures these are my clothes i need proof of this so that's why we gotta have pictures of everything mm-hmm. everyone's dressed up we we're gonna get some food that we normally don't eat we're gonna listen to music we don't you know all this stuff and i'm not saying everyone's like this mm-hmm. but i think the tradition the mm-hmm. culture mm-hmm. is very much like this it's this large expenditure of money we know that it's one of the leading causes of debt for relationships and marriages like you go into marriage oh yeah with wedding debt you know that can that can sink the marriage because debt is the number one cause of marriages uh breaking up of divorce so you know we walk into we we know what we're doing you know if if, not not to shade anybody because you know do the thing you want to do is your love life but the rational thing for everyone is to not do this because it's a huge expenditure of money that you most people don't even have to spend and yet people do it it's it, if you don't do it people look at you funny you know yeah they they look at you like something wrong with you it's like and what's so funny we've been together for so long we've been married for so long it's hilarious when people meet us people just assume that we went to prom or they assume that you know we had a wedding and a lot of times people you know when we tell people we didn't they're shocked to surprise and then a lot of times they're like well why don't you just why don't you have them? i was like i'm i'm good dog. like if right. it's something that i want to do I would actually do it, you know, but mm-hmm. as of now, I, I'm, I'm good, but people almost feel pity or feel sad or bad. Like you missed something like, like you're telling me this because you couldn't afford it or, or they feel like you're lying when you be like, nah, dog, I'm actually good. Yeah. I think it's also the thing where if you push more of that off, like if you, you like, you plan so much for the wedding but are you planning for a living are you planning for a life together and i think that's one of the reasons you see so many marriages like fall apart is because there is no plan for the day-to-day the thing that you're going to be doing every day there's not nearly as much effort going into that but the thing you're going to do one time months of planning to go into this one moment but everything else you know it falls apart because it's bigger than that and i think also with the pressure we put on people especially women Mm -hmm. there is this like you failed you didn't do this day you didn't get this thing you know i think it's less so for men although you know obviously people do expect if you're getting married to have a wedding but it's less so for men but definitely a lot of pressure on women to, to have this magical day and it's also a day where we empower the worst things in women mm-hmm. where we're like you can be mean to all your friends mm-hmm. you can talk down to them you should expect to get a bunch of money and presents and you know it's not like you should be stressed out the whole fucking time about everything going off without a hitch which if you think about it like what would it even fucking matter like the things that people have let ruin their their the day that's supposed to be the this beautiful symbolic day of matrimony how many people have let it be ruined because the caterer fucked up oh my god my wedding is terrible what is everyone gonna think and it's like you're out of your head you're not even having fun it's just like a stressful day you hopefully a good wedding is just to get through the end of it and 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 like like a marathon like oh we made it through and nothing happened right and it's you know and it's one of the things like i said i have nothing wrong with getting married at a, or weddings or anything like that because i'm watching the show called i do i think i think it's called i do on netflix and it's actually a really good show to have a lot of black and brown people mm-hmm. um so far i like to watch weddings i think they're pretty i think they're gorgeous uh but it's but as of now it's not something that i want to do because it's a lot of money and one uh couple i was watching they had got remarried like they had already been married but but they was they were getting remarried 
and this was like seven years later and they said they were still paying for their first wedding so that goes to show you that so much people get in so much debt that they really can't even enjoy their life with their significant other mm-hmm. and do some of the things that you kind of want to do as a couple because you're so much in debt you know um and the thing is uh if you want to take on that debt that's cool but but just know that that's debt that's going to be around sometimes longer than some people marriages last people end up getting divorced and end up still paying for a wedding to somebody that they're no longer married to there was a tv show called bridezillas yes you know where the show literally was like we are going to show you women acting insanely aggressive and emotionally unstable as entertainment all centered around the idea of but it's okay because they're having a wedding Mm -hmm. like this is the time where every you don't even have to be a famous person you don't have to be a celebrity you don't have to be anyone just you know just jane from up the street can be a dick because it's her day arbitrarily it is her day so if she wants to talk down to some caterer she can just do that because you have to understand it's a lot of stress it's like you made this shit up this is not a thing and you know and i and i I would sincerely hope and i sincerely doubt that that's how most women are approaching their wedding day no they're not but but that's what we glorify that's what we commercialize and then we wonder why people get so stressed out about getting the perfect dress losing a certain amount of weight getting the right pictures what kind of dj all this other shit and it's all coming out of someone's pocket if not just someone's credit card so yeah it can be really fucked up but it is kind of a um you know it, it was just like interesting thing i know you had been watching that show and it made me think about that passage in the book mm-hmm. and like i said i actually i think what is a pretty gorgeous i like the you know to watch that stuff mm-hmm. uh but i think uh for me it's just one of those things like you say and it's the unnecessary pressure that we put on ourselves and something that COVID 19 has uh Adorona has caused me to uh think about when people actually start buying necessities which means you start doing food water you know your power your light stop buying the necessities and and don't mindlessly spend and splurge how a lot of these industries end up suffering because our economy is based off us mindlessly clicking pay 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 off of us mindlessly charging our credit cards up off of us spending in these industries that we actually don't really need people don't think of it like that but you don't actually like you like like do you need a wedding no you just desire one which is which is fine right you know but it's just one of those things where a lot of these industries have built this thing in our society and literally all over the world that you must have a wedding you are less than if you don't you are less than a man if you can't do it you are less than a woman if you can't do it if you can't make it perfect there's something wrong with you like you're inadequate and that's not so you know there are people that got married and they might have spent a few hundred dollars on a wedding and they're happy because it's what they desired yeah i think the 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 life of being married is a thing that i find to be aspirational it's the mundane boring day-to-day shit that is where the strength of the love is is tested it's not whether or not this fucking day goes off without a hitch right and also it's one of those things too to after a lot of women get married and particularly after a lot of women have babies 
they get extremely, extremely depressed because those two events are really, really high. You're the center of attention. Everybody's come. And a lot, a lot of women are addicted to that high. You're the center of attention. Everybody's about down. You can cut a fucking fool and everybody got to let it pass because, oh, she's just going through, you know, through this and through that. Mm-hmm. But then once you get married or once you have that baby, these people are gone. And so now you have to look your significant other in the face and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm sorry, and deal with the, and like you said, the everyday to day things and realize the shit ain't easy and it's extremely gendered anyway like correct like i think that might be the attraction too is because it's very much like in cishet things oh this is the day that cishet women get to act up you know and it's all allowed so you know it's the day you get to be high high pressure and emotional and mean and angry and all this shit and then every other day you're supposed to shrink down yeah yeah and that's obviously i can probably tell you why because for some women they feel like this is the one time i get to show my ass because any right. other time i gotta be quiet sit down shut up bow down to my man bow down to my kids i don't have an opinion but this is that's why for a lot of women have a tendency particularly in straight relationships take a quote-unquote control you know and, and men men can take control too if they opt to but you know because of quote-unquote tradition a lot of times men kind of stay out of it but mm-hmm. men have opinions too you know some men it was like there might be want to have more of a of a say so but the way it's structured is the woman's day because this mm-hmm. is her thing and this is what she does and and she gets to take control and be in charge one of the few things that we quote unquote let a woman be in charge and nobody steps in and be like woman you too much yeah so it could be that man you know marriage is weird it's it is the way our society values it and then the way that we talk about it is so weird because it's you know with men it's like considered losing it know? is ain't so it the rest of it, it's like You're losing freedom just be quiet let her just do whatever she want on this day and then i mean look just uh, you know you can't be fucking women anymore uh you're not gonna be able to party with your boys like yeah this is this is like it's such a weird relationship we have in society with because it's aspirational it's what you want it's supposed right. to be this thing that we pitch in every movie every story and then it's supposed and, to be enjoyable but, but then at the same time we're like you need a bachelor party so you can try to fuck some strippers because after this it's over like it's you know just weird we're just suck we're, we're fucking weird that's, that's all we, I got. we are and it's supposed to be enjoyable and and for for most people it is a very enjoyable uh thing and i'm pretty sure that some people get married this and this is probably another reason why a lot of people uh sacrifice and just play a wedding planner and be like look this is my list and just let the wedding planner go through that shit because it's less stressful for you yeah butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow I can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow alright I guess we can start where we always start by talking about this coronavirus um oh i did almost forget to mention um until monday night at midnight we have a sale going on in our t public store for mask mm-hmm. uh you put in code tbgwt at checkout you get 30 percent off mm-hmm. um just go to t public and search the black dial tips or search tbgwt either one works it brings you to our store 
and there's so many cool mask designs in there i'm always putting new stuff in it there is. Um, it's really neat when you go in there and you see all the masks yeah i think the mask only like ten dollars but that's before the 30 percent off yeah right so i've been seeing a lot of people ordering them appreciate y'all that's ordering the mask i appreciate y'all that's uh you know supporting us in that way because uh it definitely helps us out uh you know we get a small percentage of each uh sale when you guys do that Mm -hmm. um and i mean like i said i think our mask uh designs are pretty dope um and i want our audience to be safe come on you know if you don't have a mask yet you know you can uh let let show show your show your love across your face uh, socially distancing yeah you can go cop one if uh if if you uh don't have one yet and if you if you do have one uh get you some you know get you another one get you mm-hmm. get you some some fresh gear uh as they say as the kids is that what the kids say now i don't i don't I, some I don't, drip I don't, is that what the kids yeah, are saying i don't know what they say but yeah these masks gonna be around like a coat it's gonna be you, you're gonna have to wear it like a what like a coat you know when you go outside in the winter time you oh, have to wear a coat, coat. The, yeah the mask is gonna be like a coat you ain't gonna be able to walk outside without it yeah i thought you said coat like no, 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 no 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 i was like what kind of mask is <laughs> going on here no 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 but yeah that's some pretty cool mask in there so it is. make a statement with your face okay but not your mouth keep that covered because yeah. we don't want and, you getting the cold and your nose uh all right coronavirus let's see what song we got here rockstar loud noah and jacob coronavirus party noah and jacob are they out from the bible <laughs> instrumental that's what sound like yeah i mean it's pretty dope instrumental but yeah it's just a beat i was hoping for something with some words okay mm-hmm. uh what about i ain't the one beat the chinese vibe no i, I don't want to that sounds racist Mm-mm. Mm-mm. um yeah that, 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 that one don't yeah we x that one don't sound like it's gonna be yeah good. Not too convinced on that one. Um, I don't like that title. Coronavirus Summer Quarantine by Roses Versatile. Bitch, it's quarantine summer. Y'all hoes ain't going out. Put your mask on. Y'all hoes ain't going nowhere. It's a quarantine summer. Coronavirus summer. You better sit your ass in the motherfucking house, you dumbass bitch. We not going anywhere, you dumbass bitch. We not going anywhere, you dumbass bitch. Y'all hoes was out government told y'all hoes to go in the house y'all ain't wanna listen so now you gotta listen sit your ass in the fucking house no hot girl summer no city girl summer no nothing but coronavirus motherfucking summer you dumbass bitch you stupid asshole sit your motherfucking stupid assholes eh, bitch it's coronavirus summer i quarantine summer coronavirus summer i quarantine summer that bitch came in and said i'm that bitch none of y'all hoes finna outshine me I'm finna come in and this is my fucking summer. 
She said it's my fucking summer. It's 2020 summer. It's 2020 summer. And coronavirus is that bitch. She quarantined the fuck out all y'all hoes. Cause y'all hoes was talking shit. That bitch came in and said, fuck y'all bitches. And fuck y'all niggas. Y'all not finna take away my spotlight. I'm finna coronavirus all y'all hoes. And all y'all niggas. And now you gotta stay in the motherfucking house. And that's what you motherfucking get. Cause y'all was too fucking extra anyway in the first place, bitch. So now sit y'all dirty asses down in the house, you dumbass bitch. Coronavirus said fuck you, hoe. And you gotta listen to what the fuck coronavirus say, cause she's that bitch, you stupid ass hoe. Now what's tea, sis? I mean, I mean, the I production mean. value, zero out of ten, obviously. I think the mixing the levels the 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 beat the uh, you know it was the voice was louder than the beat horrible like a horrible production value i mean literally sounds like they just threw this one together but i mean you get a 10 for the lyrics it did stay on topic yes it did um it was educational i'll let y'all know coronavirus is that bitch it felt more like a reed put to uh to a small beat like he like he was just telling us hey y'all should have stayed the fuck in the house nah, ain't, ain't. and now look at us uh-uh. it's coronavirus summer like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. y'all was too much and now coronavirus came in i was like oh y'all thought y'all was the bitch i'm the bitch stay ass inside fuck your hot girl summer fuck it fuck your uh city girl summer <laughs> none of that's happening this year it's not happening because you couldn't stay your ass in the house and i mean valid oh, come on valid what am i gonna say anyway let's get to this coronavirus news um internal cdc report warned fully reopened schools remain the highest risk for spreading coronavirus no shit no shit am i the only one reading the news where they be like yeah the ymca down in georgia had like 80 something cases if i'm not mistaken of coronavirus breakout like a counselor came and tested positive and then you had students and, and uh, counselors test positive uh down in georgia then they had like another uh set of uh, uh summer camps that's been opened up and kids have been getting the i guess i'm assuming the child version of coronavirus and yeah and you want to take these kids and and, and, and say fuck it we gonna act like nothing's really going on and send all the kids back to school doing how these massive ass breakout within the children which gonna take on to their parents mm-hmm. um yeah the internal documents from the u.s centers for disease control prevention warn k-12 through school and university reopens will be the highest risk for the spread of coronavirus the report was issued the same week trump and his administration pushed for schools to reopen the times released a cdc 69 page document marked for internal use only and found noticeable gaps in all the k-12 through reopening plans it reviewed while many jurisdictions and districts mention symptom screening very few include information as to the response or course of action that will they would take if students and faculty and staff are found to have symptoms right because Mm -hmm. there's actually no plans like Mm -hmm. there's they it's very frustrating because everybody go they put shit out there but there's no details on what you're going to do what is your protocol like it's like it's like you can kind of tell they're kind of kind of going to wing it which is not good when it comes to people's safety yeah um and and what happens if one person gets sick do you shut the shit down you act like it don't exist do you quarantine them like it like it's so many questions that need to be answered and the whole response has been fuck it like think, that literally the whole response to everything like fuck it think about this 
all the precautions major league sports who are literally have billions of dollars on the line are putting into place to protect what is essentially a handful of people compared to how many kids will be in school think about all that shit that they're doing they're doing so much stuff and we're still like i don't know if this will work if you put everyone in one place they can't go anywhere else they you're cleaning everything every few minutes if you're giving them rings you put on their fingers that can detect symptoms before they even register as having uh tested positive for coronavirus if you're you know temperature checks if you're wearing masks and your social distancing it, whatever and we're still like we don't know for a fact because we still learning about the disease right and and just for the fact that it's in florida we don't know that's like a big risk for the nba you know in, in uh even nfl has pushed back like canceled two preseason games so far i'm sure there'll be more but the point mm-hmm. being like we don't know if they can do it and now we're talking about just opening schools which is a very loosely connected organization this is not like the nba and they don't can, have the money nor the budgets nor can they put the, the the shit that they quote unquote may need to do are you testing everybody are you testing the teachers are you testing you're probably not doing none of that shit you just open it up and be like oh fuck it and it's not like the nba where you can say hey every team has to have blank right like and the people at the top of this aren't even interested in that trump and the people that are like going school start school or we will cut the budget to schools is essentially like saying start schools with no precautions they're not saying start right. schools and and we'll do some shifts and we'll have some kids in some days and mm-hmm. we'll do some remote learning they just don't give a fuck and that's yeah. that's so dangerous right right it's like they it's like basically they they was like what well, these other countries did bitch these other countries did shit so that they could get to that point we have done none of the work but yet you want us to open up like like our numbers are not literally going the opposite of the rest of the world yeah and i think on a deeper level what do people use school for right they use it to watch their kids while they're at work correct So on a deeper level all this shit is essentially about getting people back to work in an economy that is tanking because of coronavirus but that will continue to tank as people get sick because that's going to take up a lot of resources right so you're not it's not like if you say go back to work it's just going to go back to normal because everyone thinks it'll be normal no everyone's going to go get sick right which means you're gonna have less workers which means the economy is gonna suffer even the more it like like it 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 does not make sense but yeah i didn't even really think of it like that but yeah they like well you know parents can't go back to work because of this but you've had so many major companies it was like we don't give a fuck what opens back up uh we're telecommuting until whenever or indefinitely so let's say you open back up and y'all do send kids back to school honestly some parents that can't afford it they're gonna start schooling their kids online so you're gonna have you're gonna have a lot of kids pulled out of the out of the public school system because of that uh and then you have some parents that be like i'm not taking my child to school y'all better you know do on some parents are gonna be like online only my kid you know what are you gonna do you can't force parents to make their kids go back to school if they want to keep them home for their own safety well even if you offer them the option you're still essentially separating the haves and the have-nots correct you're going to end up with people who can afford to say i don't want my kid to go to school i got the money that's a privilege i have a privileged job that allows me to work from home i can watch them myself i have the internet i have uh laptops and such devices that allow them to to stream uh you know the school feed 
and i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna be able to do that other people are gonna have to be like and we know how poverty works in this country lots of black and brown people lots of poor white people they're gonna, like, they're gonna, gonna be like clothes. my kid not just they have to go to school but they're gonna have to go to school and get on a bus right go to school possibly sit in a classroom sit mm-hmm. in a lunchroom mm-hmm. like this shit is uh this is like this is essentially just the worst possible scenario uh florida governor uh desantis uh declares all schools will be reopening in the fall if walmart and home depot are essential then so are schools that's not the it's not the fucking same it's not the same what services is 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 a kid in kindergarten giving me none they're not giving me no service right i don't have the kids don't have to be in school i mean i hate to be like that but you know it's one of those things where it's about the safety of the children it's it's, it's not the same mm-hmm. i mean can they vote him out because that's the only thing that, everybody that you know benefited from voter suppression lack of enthusiasm and all this other shit uh and dumbass people that support them and shit like they are putting their their uh people on a death march mm-hmm. yeah yeah you, yeah because you know we're getting closer to almost a hundred thousand people uh catching COVID a day like that ain't no joke y'all like that is a lot of people i think they were saying like down in in florida and down here uh down in the southeast where the numbers are skyrocketing there was like every two minutes they had a new case of coronavirus it's fucking insane it doesn't make sense and that's uh that's per day you know so you're not even talking about um yeah it's just gonna keep escalating and there's and and this is what places being like we're opening up we don't care you know people like places in florida you know that never really shut down never or that or that didn't shut down waited till it got out of control and it was like now we'll we'll put some uh we'll try to shut it down it's like well you can't do it now it's like that's not how this works yeah then you then you have governors and mayors falling out like i don't know if you got this like down in atlanta where the governor atlanta was like oh we're going back to number one and Mm there you know i mean the mayor's like we're going back to number one the governor's like uh but we open and you know it's like y'all are actually contradicting each other yeah united states experience coin experiencing coin currency shortage due to the coronavirus pandemic mm-hmm. yeah due to there's a national coin shortage because the supply chain has basically been shut down um specifically because of uh less people shopping less people going out people probably using less cash uh them not being able to uh produce coins uh at the u.s mint because they need to protect their employees um so yeah the coin we have coin inventory uh problems right now which sounds insane but it's one of those things where a lot of times people normally dump their piggy banks out you know eventually you know some people just you know i have change in the drawer i would normally just you know spend at the gas station or uh, or stuff stuff like that now it's just sitting around collecting yeah and i mean that's a hand-to-hand transaction i have to be around somebody and all this stuff and uh, is it clean you know how long does coronavirus sit on this metal you know people are very paranoid right now they're not taking as many risks um so if you can use your card you're probably gonna just use your card Mm-hmm. like your stuff that's like touch free and shit like that meanwhile <clears throat> it really affects people without bank accounts yes, people it does. without uh debit cards and things of this nature once again poor people uh lots of black and brown people the surgeon general says his uh that the administration is trying to correct earlier guidance against wearing masks this is u.s surgeon general jerome adams the black dude 
that was like do it for pop pop and all that stuff mm-hmm. well now he's trying to correct guidance uh the messaging he said this on face the nation but it's very hard to do basically saying you know we need people to be wearing masks but him and other officials in march advised against wearing masks right uh a recommendation that came as hospitals face drastic shortages of personal protective equipment mm-hmm. um yeah in the earlier interview march 8th he said masks do not work for the general public and preventing them from getting coronavirus but on sunday he appeared on the program donning a mask same as donald trump i guess the mask gene has gone out and he urged viewers to wear mask coverings when they are in public it don't matter they not everything we knew about coronaviruses before that point told us that people were not likely to spread when they were asymptomatic so the science at the time suggested that we there was not a high degree of asymptomatic spread we learned more he says um yeah um so yeah wear a mask now they're trying to like him trump all these people that have been anti-mask because see it wouldn't be so bad if it was like well march 8th he fucked up but by march 10th he was back on point man it is july 12th and you've been anti-mask for months man. that was a time where you could have tried to get ahead of this narrative it's not now Mm-mm. it's too late you Mm-mm. fucked up Mm-mm. uh mississippi lawmakers chose not to wear a mask and now 26 have COVID 19 hmm. yeah um the state department health department of mississippi has confirmed 36 cases that are linked to the outbreak at the state capitol in jackson 26 of those cases belong to lawmakers among others republican lieutenant governor delbert hoseman and house speaker philip gunn both tested positive for the virus after legislators ignored the recommendations to wear masks while inside the capitol representative ronnie crudup jr also tested positive for the virus and released the following statement on social media i wasn't going to say anything publicly but after a night of rest i decided to open up and let people know i tested positive for coronavirus i was tested on monday at the capitol like many others and received the news last night i haven't had many symptoms and i'm doing just fine i'm just isolated in my room for the next two weeks my wife and children are getting tested tomorrow they seem fine also but we need to take proper precautions i can honestly say that i wore my mask 95 percent of the time when i was around the capitol and public places but that five percent can make a big difference the mask that i normally wore was a type of sponge mask what what's a sponge mask i don't know don't but sponge is porous. well not just so i mean sponges do soak yes but sponge is also very porous you know there's lots of holes in sponge oh you know okay, I mean? okay 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 like, okay okay i don't know what the fuck kind of mask he had on but that's weird he, the guy he was sponge by across his face but i don't know why i caught the coronavirus it was a nice looking mask but probably not the safest i'm sharing all of this to hopefully educate and put a familiar face with the issue at hand i immediately texted my dr justin turner last night when i received the news he told me that i was going to be fine and that i need what i need to do in the meantime his office even called me this morning just to follow up if i need anything else thank you to the family and friends who called to check on me over the few days blah 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 yeah and you know what you my nigga got good insurance you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about a lot of costs and probably your family don't have to worry about a lot of costs incurred when you caught it and spread it and all that other shit i feel i feels good i guess it feels good to know that you have people who care about you and support you so my charge is this please wear the proper face mask wash your hands and social distance do it for your loved ones and your community hopefully my story can help someone else stay safe and be blessed representative earl banks and bro brown and kenneth walker also confirmed they tested positive for covid19 yeah here's the thing i don't know if all of those people are republicans or not but if even if you're a democrat and maybe you were wearing a mask 
if all these motherfuckers walk around with covid night with coronavirus and just shooting out these particles everywhere you're gonna catch it so this is this is how uh their stupidity trickles down to people that don't even fuck with it like i don't be- i do believe the, the scientists i do- i do follow their advice and here you go not wearing a mask fucking me up so i don't even know that all these people are republicans if they are that's still you know like that's on them the other thing i'm sick of these motherfuckers being like i'm ignoring this advice in public i'm talk- talking against right. it i'm downplaying the threat and then once they catch it going don't be like me y'all take it serious why didn't you take it serious because you are the reason the next person's not going to take it serious correct correct and just it, uh, speaking of which an alabama man dies of covid19 family says he refused to wear a mask i don't know why they think this is dignified but these old white people really think this is something mm-hmm. john hinton was 78 years old and a diabetic so his family urged him to take care of himself during the pandemic he was like, I'm not going to stop living my life no matter what we did, said, or begged him. I told right, him. So now I lost a husband, a daddy, a grandpa, all because you was like, I don't care. I told him, Dad, I know you're not going to wear a mask, but you still should try to stay as far away from people as you can. He just wouldn't do it. He was an Air Force veteran. He stuck by his beliefs and continued living normally. I told him, Dad, if you get this, you're probably going to die. And the hospital isn't going to let me see you. He said, yeah, I know suicide by covid man mm-hmm. yeah they don't care they, some people don't care he developed a rough cough decided to get tested for covid19 results came back positive june 18th our joke between us daddy's not gonna stay home for two weeks but he promised us uh tyler said he was a shock when his dad caught him with the positive results we actually made plans to see each other and he said well we're going to have to actually put that on hold i got covid and i kind of knew that was going to be it I call and check on him, and the calls are very brief, probably five minutes long, and I ask how are your symptoms. Friday, he said, no better, no worse. Saturday, he said, no better, no worse. But Sunday on Father's Day, he was struggling, and I knew that it wasn't good. I was kind of in a panic. I could tell something wasn't right. Although the family urged Hinton to go to the hospital on Father's Day, he refused. Hinton could barely respond to his family Monday morning, so they decided to call an ambulance around 9 a.m. He died less than three hours later. Which means he probably should have went the day before maybe even days before that i don't know correct who i mean this is this is becoming a pathological thing that people are using this as some sort of measure of uh i don't know it's like some type of measure of some shit you know like look 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 at us uh um i'm refusing to um like you dying for a cause nigga what cause yeah look at us refusing to fucking get tested i'm a real one and like, like a I, martyr no, yeah but and that you got like a martyr yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like i don't think that's how any of this is supposed to work no. you know um but yeah um in addition uh let me see i could play this article we played this on the pregame but i want to play it for the regular audience too so they can see it but in our state people are doing contact tracing they're calling folks to try to let them know they got they might have coronavirus or have come in contact with someone who had coronavirus and this is the way it's going. They play a vital role in our community to track coronavirus cases and then to try and stop the spread. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Genevieve Curtis. Now, as cases surge in our community, their jobs are getting more and more difficult. And our Joe Bruno found out that many of these people that they're reaching out to, they don't want to cooperate. Joe? 
Genevieve, contact tracers are being hung up on and disrespected, and that's just when they're able to get people to answer the phone. This crucial role of contact tracing is being proven to be pretty difficult at times. If you've had prolonged close contact with someone who has tested positive for COVID-19, you can expect a call from the county health department. The problem is those calls are... I guess it's loading. What is going on with this? It was doing so well. Anyway, they hanging up on these people and shit, y'all. It's fucked up. There's my point. Um, <laughs> you need to stop playing. Yeah, just stop playing. It's like, I'm like, what is happening here? I can't get it to start back. Quarantine. Oh. You can expect a call from the county health department. The problem is those calls are. Oh, it's always going to stop at this point. Oh, okay, interesting. Um all right anyway they hanging up on these motherfuckers it's it's this, these motherfuckers are insane like and they're leaving messages and then some of the people are talking to her like i'm still gonna go out so i don't know i'm about yeah. to head to work now fuck it right because some people are like yeah dog because they want to keep the economy open my bills ain't my bills don't give a goddamn about covid mm-hmm. scientists warn of a potential wave of covid linked brain damage so they're finding out people that haven't even had they have they may have had mild symptoms of the respiratory kind but it can affect you you can have psychosis inflammation and delirium strokes brain dysfunction nerve damage and other serious brain effects that this is the thing people go like everyone's measuring this by how many people have died or you know things like that and they're, they're like one percent death rate and y'all ready to it's like doc first of all one percent is a lot of people yeah and it's life altering it is life you will never most people who have caught it are like i am 100 percent. i i'm not 100 percent the same you can't smell for months you can't taste for months you're losing your memories like don't nobody want to live like that right so you know you have these people that you know are like well we're just looking at the numbers like it's not that many people it's only the blah 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 died it's like even if you get sick and have to go to the hospital it's expensive and surviving it doesn't mean you're back to normal no it does not this isn't like the flu where eventually you are back to normal like this is like i'm surviving it i've lost lung capacity i'm surviving it but my heart rate has been elevated and it hasn't come down in four months you know i'm surviving it but i'm at a higher risk for stroke a blood clot things of this nature so just the, the biggest thing you can do for yourself is do the safe things to not get it so you don't put yourself and your loved ones in danger but it's just not reaching certain people 85 kids and counselors got infected with coronavirus in a georgia camp uh two ymcas in georgia had to close down karen you brought this one up earlier Mm -hmm. yeah so 85 cases kids number one um camp counselors and stuff like that why are you still having camp correct why are 85 children and counselors in an area together right now period like this is what's this is the thing where your governor in georgia's goes it's no big deal everything's open and then these places with the profit motive in hand and and parents that already paid for shit go well we guess we gotta have this event and you look up and it's like oh wait all these kids are sick now all these kids are carriers now counselors are carriers people may die who knows but yeah 18 percent of the 362 campers and 118 staff members basically tested positive ages range from 7 to 22 
yeah a great deal of thought and planning went into our decision to hold camp high harbor president ceo of the ymca of metro atlanta lauren Kuntz said in a statement in preparing for camp we collaborated with the centers for disease control american camp association and followed the safety guidelines and protocols of the executive order from the state of georgia maybe maybe that's not enough right because i feel like the safety guidelines would be don't do it correct and so you're ignoring the first one and then going but other than that we kind of we did you know we just made them sleep six feet apart and it's like no that's not how this works and i can't imagine the one person that probably objected to them doing this shit the whole time but i i don't think this is a good because i'm getting Guarantee you everybody didn't go along with this. There's somebody that they didn't have any executive decision to be like, we're not having this shit. And this is the end result. And y'all don't have the covering that some of these other places have. Y'all possibly y'all get sued because the parents be like, I sent my kid there and my kid caught the coronavirus. Yeah. And so many times these kids die like these, like this different type of, it's coronavirus related, but it's just not the typical way that adults die. Correct. So yeah, it, I, I, I can't imagine. I just can't. I mean, I know we don't have kids, but I just can't imagine sending my kid to anything right now if I didn't have to. Fuck that. Texas millennial dies after attending a COVID party. I thought it was a hoax. And he thought wrong. Yeah. A lot of people think it's a hoax. Right. I guess they should have understood and listened to this to Hey, house, you dumbass bitch. We not going anywhere, you dumbass bitch. We not going anywhere, you dumbass bitch. Y'all. Should have not gone anywhere. I mean, he was right. I thought it was a hoax, but it's not. The patient told the nurse right before passing away. I almost feel bad for these people because this is what happens when you join that cult of Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that Republican Trump of, of course, Republican cult of it's no big deal because we say it's not and you believe everything you hear that it goes against that is fake news and so you end up dying of a quote-unquote hoax that clearly the rest of the fucking world does not find to be a hoax no other country thinks this is a hoax mm-hmm. your other people that live in your state don't think it's a hoax no medical facility thinks it's a hoax all the testing facilities don't think it's a hoax mm, all them full-ass hospitals don't think it's a hoax and even guess what even the administration they don't think it's a hoax they don't give a fuck your doctor doesn't think it's a hoax you know the actions of the administration show that they don't think it's a hoax but they but they're telling you it's a hoax and you believe you choose because this man has made the world a cult of him versus everyone yes all right let's get to some other news um uh, let's see where should we start oh this was going around sunday morning uh sunday morning twitter and you guys know how sunday morning twitter is it's literally the best and worst time to be on twitter ain't nobody got shit to do motherfuckers be arguing all morning you know and there's always some hot button topic that you don't have the complete information on anyway this time is bath and body works it's like people are going to be boycotting them because uh bath and body works employee is out of a job after allegedly yelling fuck donald trump at a customer in a trump mask so this is the person in the trump mask uh i guess it's that guy on the right um an employee at bath and body works at Ari- in arizona is out of a job uh, this week after cussing at a man wearing a trump 2020 uh face mask the incident began on thursday as jeremiah coda a strategic initiative director for trump victory committee was walking past businesses at a shopping center in scottsdale in the video uh posted to twitter he can be seen questioning the employee uh uh after he says she yelled fuck donald trump 
Uh, so I guess this is the. Video. Are you the manager? I am her. Bath and Body Works. What did you say again, ma'am? You said fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, Thank you. Are you the manager? So she doesn't say fuck Donald Trump on the video, but says she did say. She's like, yes, I said him fuck Donald Trump. Um, so Bath and Body Works let her go. Um, now on Twitter, people start saying that um, um that he must he called her a racial slur or something but there's no video of that there's no evidence no proof right no witnesses just i guess take their word for it or whatever the employees are led an alleged manager named karen <laughs> confirmed about being <laughs> uh, that's in quotes because i'm assuming that's a joke mm-hmm. confirmed about being confronted by coda that she had in fact yelled expletive yeah because that's how i feel Bath and Body Works was fine soon after the Coda's videos, which is currently being viewed over four million times. We like the opportunity to speak with you about the experience. Jeremiah, the company said, please DM us a phone, blah, blah, blah. Speaking with Arizona Republic, Trump Victory Committee person Keith Schipper stated that the company told Coda over the phone how very sorry they were for the incident. Bath and Body Works reportedly went on to stress the company respects all beliefs. The company also told the Republic in a statement that the employee is questioned no longer works there. We absolutely do not condone the actions of as all customers should be treated with respect. Shipper went on to call for more tolerance so supporters of the president don't have their head on the swivel, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, and uh, it was interesting because, you know, I, to me, it's kind of open and shut case. You can't do this at work. Not on the clock. Like, I don't, like, unless you just don't want the job anymore. Right. You know, like, yeah, but that's you know you that's can't the do shit it. Twitter we want people to do, but guess what? What are you gonna do when uh now she ain't got no paycheck? Yeah, I mean I don't really care about that part. Like, mm-hmm. like they're like people saying like I'm gonna boycott them over this, and I you know for me personally I find that to be ridiculous. Cause 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 a workplace doesn't get to be like we're picking we only Democrats can shop here or only republicans can shop here like that's the problem and people don't like that shit when they do choose right so you know as an employee you know walking in the door motherfuckers gonna go it's gonna be some motherfuckers wearing some shit you don't fuck with you know i know i worked at um i hop and shit like that you know some motherfucker coming in with a confederate flag hat it's nothing i can do about it mm-hmm. i don't wait on them i don't walk over fuck your flag or whatever unless i know hey i'm never coming back here today is the day i quit i'm sick of this shit which i assume is what she must have made that calculation because mm-hmm. he was clearly recording her and she you know had to let him know fuck donald trump um the racial slur thing i need to see some level of motherfucking some proof i don't i mean i don't even see her saying that so maybe it's on twitter somewhere but i haven't seen like but i think that's what niggas do on twitter they make up the thing to work backwards towards what they want yes which is bath and body works is in the wrong here and this and and of course because this is a trump supporter they gotta be in the wrong so uh the, the part you know you should be able to walk up on trump supporters and and say fuck donald trump at your job and be fine but i don't know seems kind of ridiculous to me so good luck you know to to them or whatever All right so jaris is that even true or you just making this up in the chat for, to, to to be funny right we had yeah you have yeah. to see about that one okay yeah i was gonna say uh, i ain't reporting that shit um but yeah it's just it's just like i said it's just interesting that um 
that people felt so strongly like that and then, but i also think people feel in they feel impotent in their rage on social media so it's like we're gonna boycott bath and body works like, ain't nobody gonna boycott shit you know i'm shocked people even walking up in there but um ain't nobody gonna boycott the fucking bath and body works and also to me i feel like this is game from the trump supporters like they are they want this and, and, and low key is why some of these Karen videos feel a little bit contrived to me at this point. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, the, the, like they the, poking and prodding. You're trying to get a viral moment more so than anything else. Is you're not even living in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, I understood some of them where it's like this woman says she's gonna call the police on me. I'm on a record of the fact that she's lying. But some of the shit is just like, ooh, look at this one going off. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, let me walk up to you and ask, pull my phone out and ask why you don't have a mask on instead of staying 12 feet away from you because I don't want coronavirus. Come on. You know, so it feels a little bit like Trump people are aware of this too. I think people talk about cancel culture, but the, some elements of the cancel culture thing are not, are, are not just a legitimate critique of people, but the dogpiling, the harassment, the ganging up on people that kind of thing is real it is real and that's not a democrat thing that's not a republican thing it's not a liberal thing it's not a conservative thing that's an internet thing and if you can heart uh galvanize enough people to do that you can you know basically uh use these techniques to get it done and part of those techniques is these viral kind of slightly out of context videos and they've seen so many republicans and conservatives and racists and shit go down because of this right that i think i would not put it past them that they're starting to do this shit back to be like yeah. oh cool let me catch because in america they're you know the the customer's always right blah 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 yep i'm gonna use that i'm gonna go in people's workplace wearing offensive attire when they're triggered by it when they say something to me pull out my camera put the shit online look at this uh you know auto zone yeah you, and they think that's equal you want uh people calling me cracker just because i wore a confederate flag shirt that's not illegal in in uh in florida i can wear my shirt and and, and then they're gonna put these corporations in positions where they do have to be like well fuck we get we do gotta fire this person mm-hmm. you can't call somebody a cracker for wearing that shirt no you can't you know so like i said hopefully the people that are doing it are just comfortable losing their job and they just fed up and they decided that it's cool but yeah this thing where a corporation is gonna operate by you know our politics of twitter that's ridiculous that's never gonna happen never like i can't even hold that against a corporation because i would never expect that shit to happen no <laughs> anyway um the author of the and and by the way i'm not telling people not to boycott like do whatever the fuck you feel like doing i don't care if you get uh go there or not shop that bath and body works in forever yeah i got some right here okay this is a bath and pumpkin pumpkin pecan waffle bath and body works spray that uh justin got me a couple years ago still got it and it's delicious it smells so good and it does smell good uh jk rowland signs an open letter condemning cancel culture she love that spotlight don't she hey she can't help it but it wasn't just her 150 writers academics and activists uh signed this letter many from uh opposite sides of the spectrum when it comes to political beliefs um she signed a letter published by harper's denouncing restriction of debate and modern culture 
three days ago she posted a thread of tweets comparing the overuse of mental health medication to gay conversion therapy the author who has shared her battle with mental health issues tweeted that young people struggling with their mental health are being shunted towards hormones and surgery when it may not be in their best interest essentially saying uh people that are trans have some sort of mental illness not uh it couldn't possibly be uh that people are actually you know trans and feel that their body does not you know coincide with the gender that they feel inside in her series of tweets she added many myself believe included believe we are watching a new kind of conversion therapy for young gay people who are being set on a lifelong path of medicalization that results in a loss of their fertility and or full sexual functions why do you care about their fertility or full sexual functions though that's their choice like why would you care what if so what if a woman just decides not to have kids she's not trans or anything Mm -hmm. is is this the wrong path is she being steered the wrong way some of them think that some of them think it it, how come it doesn't work the other way will we steer people into having children you know with a i'm I'm anti-choice uh you uh religious wise if you do this you're gonna go to hell you just killed a baby you know how come that's not the fucking issue here but okay um it's all her business and she had to let you know she wrote several books about wizards that go to school so you know she's a she's a expert on this apparently so her statement stirred a mixture of emotions from twitter followers many expressed that they found rowling's tweets condescending and transphobic black trans model monroe bergdorf responded to rowling's tweets saying white while at jk rowling is condescendingly tweeting from her mansion black trans women are fighting for our lives trans kids are at home scared and navigating unsupportive environments and the government are debating our civil rights jk rowling you are not helping us stop um multiple healthcare professionals also denounced rollins claims stating that there are no studies proving her bias don't matter you don't need science when you're um anti when you're a bigot you science don't matter Mm -mm. like it like you just get to say i feel a certain way and even if people can scientists medical professionals people that have studied this shit can go you're wrong your feelings are wrong people don't just back down and go okay well i just didn't know better thank you for informing me they go no fuck what your science says i feel a certain way rowling who advocates for online debate signed a signature to the letter which said that free speech is becoming restricted i'm sorry is she in jail right the government knock on her door did anyone take anything from this woman What, what what yeah people don't know the definition of that they don't understand the definition of that free speech first of all you can't say you will you welcome debate and then when people go fuck you i disagree what about my free speech you said what you said nobody stopped you my response to your free speech is my free speech of fuck you yes it is like i don't even understand what and also i'm not because of free speech i'm not required to approach you in a certain way Mm -hmm. so if you say some shit in a public forum like twitter knowing how people go you may not get the uh dignified classy clapback that you claimed this you know this sophisticated one-on-one time you're not gonna get that Mm-mm. some people are gonna be like bitch kill yourself fuck you blah 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 i don't think people should be telling people kill themselves and I stuff no but you but you literally know the environment and you know you're gonna play victim in that shit that's the that's whole point right you put right. it out there so you can turn around and be like why i never right and you're not changing your mind people have been nice people have tried to communicate to you in different ways 
why are you even you pretending why are you even pretending that this debate is gonna happen and you're gonna be able to like have this moment of like so glad that we had it out you know because i didn't understand your point of view before but now i do you're not gonna come that way so just like start with the bullshit uh the memo asserted that cancel culture would silence good faith disagreement and negatively impact most vital causes of our time the the letter also recommended this is the thing because only online are trans people and their allies able to to do this right so that's what happens it's a hyperbolic space obviously it's it's, it's basically the reverse of the regular world where mm-hmm. you know you say some transphobic shit and you really people come for you hard but the real world is not a reflection of social media dave Chappelle gets paid a lot of money to keep putting out special after special where he tripled down on his transphobia netflix ain't canceling him he got a mark twain award like nothing's happening to this dude other than some people just don't like that he said the shit and they keep framing themselves like they're the fucking victims it's fu- it's fucking weird um like wow what about my free speech to to talk uninterrupted over the, the your life you know and i'm not gonna extend it to the level that people do where like the, you know you're literally killing trans people i'm not saying jk rowland has ever even harmed anybody physically or whatever but she is contributing to an environment where she knows the status quo is that people are being harmed that are trans agreed you know this when you put this into the world you know this this isn't like you know before oh, i just didn't understand you absolutely do understand don't care you don't care and I, and you and no one can make you care you're not we can't legislate your caring you don't have to care but then you you can't be like y'all disagree y'all think i'm a bad person oh my god wow my freedom of speech is injured why are you canceling me um so yeah the letter also recommended open debates of conflicting ideas instead of immediate cancellation the way to defeat bad ideas is by exposure argument and persuasion not to try to silence or wish them away except like i said this is not jk rowling oh i said something and then uh people were uh debating me and and they had conflicting ideas and then i said oh okay let me respond to that no this is her just being like the same thing i said last week okay i'm waking up it's thursday my alarm went off time to say the same thing i said last week (laughs) this is not a a development of an argument this is literally just you saying the same shit you know um so on tuesday she tweeted a link to the letter on twitter account with the caption i was very proud to sign this letter in defense of foundational principle of a liberal society open debate and freedom thought and speech the sign missive also will appear in harper's magazine october issue okay so this is one of the things i did think about uh seeing this letter though um i do miss or maybe not miss is not the right word because in my lifetime i didn't get to experience it but before i see these old videos and uh james baldwin is famous for these um uh william f buckley i think his name he's famous for these um martin luther king malcolm x there is something to public debate and discourse that has gone that we don't have anymore correct now i'm not yeah i'm not saying that i'm not even sure that it's better or worse for this for this to not exist um but it's not like 
this like and by and, and for public discourse what i mean is this specifically a moderator uh a live audience and people with opposing views sitting face to face in person so all those things are what i mean not the the like it's not the same as twitter it's mm-hmm. not the same as instagram live it's not the same as a podcast with i mean literally like that former debate not a presidential debate where we're looking for sound bites and they're asking 17 people 15 questions and giving them one second to respond i mean like a calm sit down two people who have opposing views can sit face to face and bring up their points now i'm not saying this will resolve anything there'll be a clear winner but i do feel like it affects the culture and there's some value to it in my opinion because how many of us share these quotes these videos because someone else was already saying it in 1955 1968 and we go yeah james baldwin said this like this is and this is rings true to this day and i wonder if the archive of that the and also the defeating of these ideas to their face in a way where you poke the hole in the conservative bigoted mindset in a way that i think does change society a bit you know it does resonate like people see this exchange and they go yeah well how can you say um it's offensive for black people to say black lives matter and then james baldwin points into like what what's what's what is offensive about it what's not offensive about it and not you know what i'm saying like and not in a cable news format not yeah, in, not like, not in the we bring you up. You got a hot take. You got a hot take. I mean, like actually having like a full fledged. Yeah, you you actually get your completely thought. We ain't doing like no seven second clips. Your side, your side, your side. Okay, next commercial break. Uh, we like, and we do have public intellectuals now, but they do not engage each other. Mm-mm. Like it's you know, if Tanahasi Coast is on a thing, it's because he's on a thing to be interviewed period Mm -hmm. and look maybe it's just it was fruitless maybe that's the reason it doesn't exist this is not me saying like oh man if we don't have this it's gonna fuck everything i mean maybe it doesn't matter maybe you know really it's just me wondering out loud like is this a thing that would matter to people but i you know i personally would be interested in seeing things like this where you know not shouting matches and shit because i think the biggest way to dismantle some of these people not all of them some of these people is to sit right down in their face and to calmly present your side of what is wrong with their side Mm -hmm. yeah you have to be a special person to do that because most people don't have the patience to do that and i think in the annals of history it will for prosperity sake posterity sake for the in the annals of history it would be nice to have these things right because then you could actually see a real true debate of intellect uh but i think society overall has changed so much nobody cares about intellect mm-hmm. you know society has shifted so much and it's also we live in society where you said it you are your own uh star so if i'm my own star what the fuck i'm going to you for right you know you know so 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 it kind of took away from the people that are actually educated and actually know and can actually have these higher level conversations that actually when they when they go you will you know we wanted to talk about 
they these things as a society they can literally have these conversations but i think in the society we are now people would say it was boring but you wouldn't be having all these hot takes it wouldn't be something you could tweet about you you know so for for a lot of people they wouldn't even fuck with it because they would be like i i uh i can't get no clips though what the hell are they talking about this is stupid this is slow you know i think it's a niche but i think part of that niche exists on twitter though i think social media would love it honestly i think it would be like it would be like wildfire on, on social media because you know what i that's who shares the shit from a long time ago now like we still share like this is one where you have nikki giovanni and ba- james baldwin who are not um you know this isn't an adversarial like i hate you let's let's have a debate you know like a like if it was william f buckley and and somebody but like in this exchange there's value here because it resonates to the day you know um if i can get it to play i don't know why I'm it doesn't about to play. refresh but um but yeah my whole point being like there there's these these moments these exchanges that um i'll find a different one where um these conversations happen and you don't see a lot of uh like you see people sharing and stuff and then we just don't have these conversations as much anymore you know it's not like you don't have to really be a oh it's just something with my facebook right now it's just tripping but uh you don't have to even be an expert or whatever anymore you might find on youtube that's what i'm doing right now sis but uh yeah you like you don't even have to um to to be an expert in the thing anymore or you know candace owens can exist in her own realm and then the people that want to go talk to her are people that are not they're intellectual lightweights you know it's mm-hmm. charlemagne and killer mm-hmm. mike like that ain't people that really study yeah but i would love if there was some type of form where you could just dismantle a person like this intellectually even if it's just for me and, and a handful of people i don't know how many other people value this but that i would like to see if you're gonna call something cancel culture because i say something and i kick a hornet's nest and the hornet sting me i hate that yes and so it would also take out this built-in victim victimhood that these motherfuckers get to play in and be like all i said was trans people are you know they are mentally ill i can't believe cancel culture can't i would love for them to be like no let's sit you down and you talk to someone that is versed in this and let's film it and let's and like you think it's a high intellectual debate we will dismantle your ass we're gonna show that it's not that you're just a fucking bigot with nicer flowery language i something to me there's value in that but it's probably because of what we do for a living anyway here's some of this exchange of course you can lie to me and you will if you love me and you're going off with maddie someplace you're lying to me because what the hell do i care about the truth i care if you're there let billy holiday say hush now don't explain all right i accept that of course of course you lie to me because i don't even want to care what does the truth matter and why are you going to be truthful with me when you lie to everybody else you lied when you smiled at that cracker down the job, right? Lie to me, smile. Treat me the same way you would treat him. I can't treat you. You must. Treat him. You must. Because I've caught the I've caught the frowns and the anger. He's happy with you. Of course he doesn't know you're unhappy. You grin at him all day long. You come on when I catch hell because I love you. I get least of you. I get I get the very minimum. And I'm saying, you know, fake it with me. Is that too much of the black woman to ask of the black man? and like come on right so you see how you just reacted and you're just like oh I, you know i i don't even know if people would, you would be into this everyone would be into this what happened to these conversations yeah because it's like a anyway go ahead I'm sorry. Uh, because that right there is a message all in itself <laughs> like i don't know what happened before or afterward but that was the point she was like 
if you're friendly everywhere else, why do I get the, 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 the negative part? Like you said, why can't you fake it with me and smile around me? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I agree with that. It's like, why do I get the short end of the stick because I'm the closest to you? Yep. And they can do something for you and you feel like you don't get any benefit from me. And so something that you don't get any benefit from or something you did actually, you don't feel like is valuable. Why invest in it? Yeah, but this used to be a thing, you know, Malcolm X could be on a panel with Martin Luther King like that. I don't know what happened. Maybe it's the commercialization mm-hmm. and, and everything is shorter attention spans. Yes. And I don't know, but, but like this shit, this shit used to, this shit hits. I wish this was here. Group here. Uh, Professor Paul Weiss, a Sterling Professor of Philosophy at Yale. They bring him out like it's the night show and sh- the, <laughs> like it's like this is, used to be a thing. Why can't we do this? Now keep in mind, James Baldwin vehemently is going to disagree with this man. Shook his hand, smiled, everything, and about to eviscerate him. Were you able to listen to the show backstage? I heard um, a good deal of it, but then I was behind the Boston Gate. Yes. So I heard only some of it. Did you hear anything that you disagreed with? I disagreed you... with a great deal of it. And, uh, of course, it's a good deal I agree with. But I think uh, he's overlooking one very important matter, I think. Each one of us, I think, is terribly alone. He lives his own individual life. There's all kinds of obstacles in the way of religion or color. By the way, I use I love how James Baldwin be smoking that cigarette while they talking. And he's smoking. And sometimes I forget this is all oh, like they smoke. And I was like, oh yeah, this is back in the day when you could smoke like this. Yeah, all these clips he be smoking. It's, it's like he, it's like he just sitting on the big joker waiting on this motherfucker. Like go ahead, go ahead. He just missing a glass of wine. Go ahead, call space. Go ahead. Size or shape or lack of ability, and the problem is to become a man. But what I was discussing was not that problem, really. I was discussing the difficulties, the obstacles, the very, the very real danger of death thrown up by the society when a Negro, when a black man attempts to become a man. All this emphasis upon black men and white does emphasize something which is here, but it emphasizes it or perhaps exaggerates it, and therefore makes us for, uh, put people together in groups which they ought not to be in. I have more in common with a, a black scholar than I have with a white man who is against scholarship. And you have more in common with a white author than you have with someone who's against all literature. So why must we always concentrate on color or on religion or this? There are other ways of connecting men. I'll tell you this. When I left this country in 1948, I left this country for one reason only, one reason. I didn't care where I went. I might have gone to Hong Kong. I might have gone to Timbuktu. I ended up in Paris on the streets of Paris with $40 in my pocket on the theory that nothing worse could happen to me there than it already happened to me here. You talk about making it as a writer by yourself. You had to be able then to turn up all the antenna with which you live because once you turn your back on this society, you may die. You may die. And it's very hard to be a typewriter and concentrate on that if you're afraid of the world around you. The years I lived in Paris did one thing for me. They released me from that particular social terror, which was not the paranoia of my own mind, but a real social danger visible in the face of every cop, every boss, everybody. I don't know what most white people in this country feel, I can only include what they feel from the state of their institutions. I don't know if white Christians hate Negroes or not, but I know that we have a Christian church which is white and a Christian church which is, which is black. 
I know as Malcolm X once put it, it's the most segregated hour in American life is high noon on Sunday. That says a great deal for me about a Christian nation. It means that I can't afford to trust most white Christians and certainly cannot trust the Christian church. I don't know whether the labor unions and their bosses really hate me. That doesn't matter, but I know I'm not in their unions. I don't know if the real estate lobby is anything against black people, but I know the real estate lobbies keep me in the ghetto. I don't know if the Board of Education hates black people, but I know the textbooks that give my children to read and the schools that we have to go to. Now, this is the evidence. You want me to make an act of faith, risking myself, my wife, my woman, my sister, my children, on some idealism which you assure me exists in America, which I have never seen. I'm telling you, I'm a proud progressive. I'm telling you. The, like if if you want to bring back public debate do it you can't do it on twitter no you can't do it like this do it face to face present those bigoted points of view those you know those those you know like in this case with this white professor who's presenting this couched in like this naivety and then let people that that do this shit for a living you know how many fucking people study race for a living Mm -hmm. study gender for a living study all this stuff sexual orientation for a living and then someone like jk rowling who wrote some children's books can just be like fuck it i'm deciding that i'm okay cool have a seat let's do it you know i would love to see that but that's just kind of my point of view i and and so in that way i do understand this idea of like cancel culture is a productive because to me is is not for the reasons that they say which is mm-hmm. i feel like a victim no it's not productive because it lets you hide behind being a victim yes i would much rather you say this shit to somebody's face and then be you know mentally verbally whatever smack down and then for us to be like yeah remember that time jk rowling went on this and if you think you don't want this if you go this doesn't matter this doesn't resonate with anybody didn't two weeks ago everybody was sharing that clip of omani jones going on will kane show it was everywhere that's what i'm talking about something like that confront the shit to his face and point out how it looks stupid because if you point out how it looks stupid that's what makes it that's what changes culture to me like you're not gonna change culture by everyone going to their own sides and we all have our own platforms and no one right. communicates right. and we all pretend to be the victims of each other right you you shut the shit down by going right to their fucking face and being like i'm going to make you look stupid in front of everybody and then you can keep saying this but slowly it erodes the people who listen to you because they go yeah but bomani did say yeah yeah but james did say yeah but, you know nikki did say that's the shit and those moments resonate forever so i do miss that level of public debate but not in a way that these motherfuckers think they just think being able to say something fucked up you shouldn't get any pushback and no one should personally feel that it's any bearing on you right and you're not a quote-unquote bad person but uh for people that feel that way just switch it just switch it to whatever group you're in and then you won't feel that way yeah it's that easy none of us feel that way about jason whitlock so even if you're a transphobe or you agree with jason that well look she got some points blah blah she's just asking questions okay let's say you really do feel that way listen why we got to turn on jk rowling first of all she's the one that got stuck on this she could have said that shit one time realized read the room and said i'm gonna leave it at this at this point it's her kicking the hornet's nest Mm -hmm. but you could technically um flip the polarity and be like let me think about race am i sitting around thinking about how important jason whitlock's freedom of speech to tell me that 
black on black crime is the real problem and racism is just some shit we made up in our head and black lives matter is evil is that really a guy that i i want to see you know get on the internet every day and make that point because god damn it we need to protect his freedom of speech no no you don't agree with him you do call him names and coons you do tag him and harass him and shit on twitter but that's different because you're in that group there's not a lot of people in the trans community allied with the trans community so it's just easier to be like why they gotta be so upset about this yeah it's easy to dismiss yeah you can't be sitting around mad that people were putting were nope not enough celebrities were saying shit about black lives matter and then be like but you know I, i'm gonna sign this letter with jk rowling and the trans community because you know the other part of this the people that sign that letter are the people that go i don't agree with black lives matter and i don't know why y'all keep harassing me about it cancel culture is fuck why y'all trying to cancel me you know that's a part of it too but people don't talk about that no because that would be challenging that 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 would mean you have to do critical thinking and all this stuff too and people nowadays nah all right let's move on um what else is happening uh a supreme court upholds trump administration regulation letting employers opt out of birth control coverage uh you know this is what we voted for this is why you vote supreme court matters it does you know all the shit that we normally say y'all know it do we need to play this song for y'all again Mm y'all know the song Mm -mm. just vote 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 yep it was a seven to two um decision by the way so that means even some of the quote-unquote liberal judges um sided with uh businesses rights to say we don't have to to provide uh means to contraceptives for women it's only for women by the way right is viagra on this list no with viagra mm. available on this list no so- or people with vaginas i should say right Not, you know right with viagra ever be on the list no well, then fuck y'all what, what are we talking about here it's always when it comes to uh 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 persons with ovaries right that's all that's all we (laughs) so ridiculous anyway um all right let's uh play some of our games let's do a little bit of fucking with black people with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe find different articles that make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody everyone's fucking with us all right let's get to the first one um let's see here uh okay um tina knows lawson aka beyonce mama mm-hmm. uh reacts to the activist police criticizing beyonce she is sick of y'all shit and i for one agree with her yeah y'all niggas are exhausted Something that's really important for me to say and i've been wanting to get this off my chest is you know say from it. the criticism and uh i mean there's been some criticism when she put out the first message you know it's like how does she look how does she you know she's like i try to do as much as i can behind the scenes she's not that out front telling you everything she's doing but the girl is constantly 
aware. Working for our people. She is constantly giving back. She, with her money, her time, her energy. And, uh, you know, one thing I do want to say to young people is that we have to stop being so critical of how people protest, how they, how they process things, because everybody is not the same. And everything everybody did in this protest of Mr. Floyd's death, whether you post it, whether you donate it, whether you sign petitions, whether you marched out and you were on the front lines, you know, everybody can't be on the front lines. Yes. But whatever you did, uh, talk to people, call the congressman, call the, the, the governor, whatever you did, it all, all worked in tandem and it worked together to get the results that we got. So we have to stop being so critical of other people and what they do and try to dictate because nobody made you the activist police, you know? Okay. And there is no monopoly on activism. It's done in many, many ways. Mm. She's she's singing to y'all niggas. Talk about her baby. She was like, guess what? I ain't Beyonce. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Ain't no muzzle on me. I love it. I Beyonce, love, I already told y'all she got it from a mama. Love that energy. Okay. Love it. We need more of that in the world. Okay. People have letting this shit go on too far. Right. She was like, cause you know, she sees the shit Beyonce does and stuff like that. And she was like, my baby investing millions of dollars trying to help people behind the scenes what is y'all talking about and it don't matter which way she do it no it don't and 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 in real talk a lot of is listen it changed my life not gonna front it made me look at these motherfuckers way different maybe i'm too cynical i don't know once i started seeing the patterns of like "Mm, it's a lot of jealousy behind a lot of these quote-unquote critiques Mm -hmm. it's a lot of envy behind these critiques yes it is I, I'm, I've been off of that shit. Like, I'm like, uh, okay. Big, big because of- Another thread about this nigga? Okay, I, I don't care. And even if you mean it and you think you're righteous and all that shit, at the end of the day, a lot of this shit is still jealousy and envy and wanting to replace these people. Even when you're right, there's still a part of you that's like, and it's because I think I deserve that spot. Or I think some other person deserves that spot. And once you see that, it's like, it's hard to unsee it. And when you see it, it, because they do it to everyone, Mm -hmm. it would be different if they kept it at a couple of targets where you're like, yeah, that person is fucked up. But once they start stretching and flipping the fucking logic on every single person who seems to be trying to help and turn everybody except them into this fucking like evil, sinister person, mm -mm, mm -mm, you're not going to fool me, baby. It's inside you. Whatever's inside you is the problem like this shit where y'all try to come for people trying to help is ridiculous to me right you know and yeah like i said yes one of the things once you see it you can't unsee it and you know and i've said this before for a lot of people you put your personality out on social media regardless of if you want to believe it or not particularly people that did are avid posters your personality will leak through online no matter how much you pretend no matter how much you try to fake the phone eventually the real you will come out sooner or later well also i've just seen them flip it yes like i've just i just have paid enough attention to the patterns where you watch people flip the shit well 
i just be humble and do shit behind the scenes don't nobody need to know what you do we always throwing your money in our face if i had millions of dollars i'll give money too blah 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 okay cool that means silence is complicity i never mm-hmm. see you say anything put your face on it mm-hmm. put your name on it I okay too. i put my name on it hey black lives matter you ain't give no money open up your purse sis where's your purse yeah, okay no i gave some money why are you trying to flex on us that ain't enough money right that, that's that ain't shit they ain't gonna help nobody get free okay cool i support black business wow so capitalism that's your answer to everything like they just keep moving the ball and at the end of it it's just so they can feel like they're on a high horse morally pushing down on people because it's the only time they feel like they get to push down on people that are quote unquote better than them because they're making more money than them they look better than them more famous than them more talented than them but here's this one way where i can pretend that i'm morally better than you so i can make you feel the way that i feel every time i look at you i feel like i'm fucked up because i'm not where like you i'm not where you're at which is the truth the truth of the matter is you're not fucked up it's nothing wrong with everybody not gonna be beyonce Mm-mm. you know the other day i saw somebody uh bad bunny is this rapper and he was on the cover of this magazine Mm -hmm. and um he calls himself sexually fluid which does quantify qualifies lgbtq or whatever okay so um but he takes a lot like he's basically has like a gender bending approach to style okay and so there was this person in the comments that made this like long thread about how you know i'm sick of these straight men and people putting them on a pedestal because they you know they wear a dress or some shit like that blah blah people were responding like but he's sexually fluid so i don't know that that blah blah they didn't give a fuck and then two or three three tweets in they linked their music on spotify right because a lot of times people do stuff to make whatever an event happens you have to make it about you because actually you all that matters not the event, not the person, not the calls for a lot of people. It all spins around you. Something happens, all of a sudden, we got to go down a long story about when I was a child, mm-hmm. this happened to me, blah, 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 whatever it is. Like, like, like right. you have to spin it or twist it. And a lot of times you have to stress the truth in some situations to make that connection. It's not actually a connection, right. but you have to make a connection. You have to ignore, you have to ignore all evidence to the contrary. Right. And anybody that's not down with you is part of the problem. Like, this is the part where, you know, I understand the annoyance of what people call cancel culture because mm-hmm. it's annoying yes it is. it is it is very much get down or lay down you can't ask a question you can't go you didn't make your case and so i do get it but you know it's just not the threat that that these rich people say it is it's just more annoying like it's annoying for beyonce's mama it ain't you know she's not like shut the internet down what about beyonce's freedom of speech like mm-hmm. she's not hiding behind that she's just basically like chill y'all niggas yeah. are annoying right she was like nobody cares how you do it just do it like her thing is just be no one's stopping you right at the end but here's the thing though i did click on that person's music i did play it on spotify and it was whack it was whack as fuck like it was like you envious and but your shit is whack though like you can't blame that on the world like it's like y'all not supporting queer artists and all it's like that like you particularly are whack now that doesn't mean there's no queer phobia blah 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 in the world but your shit is not bad as good as bad bunnies and that's really just a problem 
that's gonna always be the problem and yes, that and that approve, yes and there's a lot of people like that yes it is, is what i'm saying a lot of social media culture is that it is i'm not making it as a black writer because blah 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 and it's like or your shit is not as good as you think it is it could be both like it's racism out there and mediocre black people should be able to succeed but also yes. your ass is mediocre you are not james baldwin you are not blowing people you're not tying down because you're not blowing people away with the talent doesn't mean you don't deserve a spot but come on man that's it that's it and i clicked on that shit because i didn't want to just dismiss them out of hand but i was like i'm gonna listen to this shit because what if i am you know this is the next person that's blowing man that shit was so whack <laughs> me me and i was texting with somebody me and them was laughing like did you hear this song listen to this song like this motherfucker think they better than bad bunny i don't even listen to bad bunny i put bad bunny on just for the first time because of that that shit okay and within like five seconds of the first song i was like oh i see why people like this mm. like it's a, it's a big difference and and maybe it's you know maybe you just hating you know um matter of fact let's go we'll go to the next session and i'll make the next point i was about to make but remind me to bring up hating all right um so yeah hating hating mm-hmm. i was on uh three guys on and we were talking about uh this uh comedian that got into some things on twitter and stuff it's, it's a long story you can listen to that episode if you want to hear it i, I um but it was, um there was this black woman who called her out for this joke that was in my opinion very racist it was a impression of a black woman and it was and i cannot stress this enough trash uh <laughs> like uh-huh. that shit was horrendous right um and so this woman blue check black woman uh basically called her out to say hey this shit is whack and i don't fuck with it and you know don't don't do it anymore whatever matter of fact i can't play it for you hold on y'all want to hear a terrible racist impression here it is what are you crazy you keep coming up with this crazy idea wear your tattoos bitch why don't you show your taxes? Because you're going through an audit. You still got to show your taxes. And your wife, she pretty, but she can't show her to the every first lady. And why don't you get your hair done, motherfucker? So. What? That's her impression of a woman named Shaniqua. That's a character she portrays that, you know, I think it was in 2016, but that's not that long ago. Very, to me, racist um but the point that was being made was you know some people came after her they were like you should take this shit down it's racist you claim to be an ally and then she went you know all sensitive maybe on everybody and oh i'm such a good person how can you even think this of me and some of my best friends are black and i help so many people in the community and i'll take it down but it's only because a couple white people didn't find it funny because they're more sensitive than black people and so a black woman saw it and said uh actually this shit is racist and you should take it down and she flipped out and uh the whole comedy community a lot of people in the comedy community kind of came at this black woman and all this stuff and uh said some vow shit and all this stuff anyway point being uh we were talking about it and andy was like you know people just dismiss this kind of criticism and they could be like this person's a hater and blah, blah, blah. and i was like but they could be a hater it just don't matter Mm-mm. like some like you left an opening for people who might hate you it might not be coming from a good place Mm-mm. but if they make a valid point 
that's that's different you know what i'm saying like there's some nuance there where some people just hate you and they're going to change tactics every day Mm -hmm. sometimes somebody hates you and they stumble into something where it's like well today you're right you know like people don't mean you still ain't hating but you just right right today don't make you not a hater but you have to live in that that area that grayness Mm -hmm. of look that that, they was hating on me they finally got a hit you know what i mean Uh, uh, (laughs) like like they finally got they got me they was gonna wake up every day look for a new plot and today is the day they caught the road runner you know but yeah it was um it was terrible um that sounded bad yeah what it's amazing how we think we sound and how white people think we sound it it don't even connect it's such a terrible impression in general right like you've never heard a black person talk before it's like a mammy and it's from 2016 you know like all of it it." like no one talks like that Mm -mm. like it's like it's just like it's just ridiculous and racist and to to turn yourself into the victim the jk rowling cancel culture victim as soon as people said hey this shit is whack and what's so funny i was saying this with andy and them she could have just not responded and been better off yes because nobody was paying that much attention nothing was going to happen to her it was the response and then playing victim and getting everyone to like gang up and you know want to be treated so special Uh, why didn't you dm me why didn't you call me and let me know you're the one declaring to the world that black people no black people find this offensive i don't know if you met black people but it's some niggas that gonna find that offensive yeah so you can't even make no matter what you do somebody black gonna find it offensive it's like you dared them to find and it's like yeah uh show this to several black people you'll find several people that be that will get offended so um anyway zero to 100 for uh beyonce mama oh beyonce mama is zero zero for me as well um uh and i forget that comedian's name like jessica kirsten or something oh anyway listen three guys on um woman who pointed a gun at a black mom 15 year old daughter at chipotle says she feared for her life when was the- that's the language that the police use that's that's what the police be saying uh fear for my life mm, i guess it's, it's trickling down to regular white people with no office and no mm-hmm. no authority no badges they just keep pull their guns out too because they scared of, scared for their life trying to get this burrito mm-hmm you know how you be at chipotle sometimes and a black person sneak up on you be like oh god i gotta pull a gun out on two black people i i was scared yeah i just want to eat my papacoa how come when you get scared you get to pull out a gun that's what i want to know come on i get scared i gotta run and still get killed by the cops but okay so if she did something wrong she needs to apologize if she did this no ignorant one woman this ignorant woman bumped into a 15 year old correct and you're on camera i wasn't sure if my bag bumped can I just say shout out to the local news? Okay. Nobody does more, does better PR for these racist Karens. Then the local news will come to your house, let you cry on their camera, let you talk calmly in a, story. in a voice the exact opposite of what you presented on camera on display and tell your side of the story uninterrupted and unedited with no pushback like they threw like a couple sentences at the end like you know uh uh you know the two black women say that that is not the case back to you jim yeah they don't go get they don't go interview the other side i've been getting death threats and i am scared to go to work you shouldn't have a gun if you're that scared no you should not 
this young woman who was very close to me. The video runs three minutes. The heated exchange continues as the white woman walks to her van and her husband opens the door to get in. Please, would you do something? Do something. Please. Who the f do you think you guys are? Who do you think you are? You called her name? She did nothing to say. I didn't. I didn't. No, you didn't. You're very racist and ignorant. Today's climate, you never know what's going to happen. That's the reason why we choose to. Doesn't it look like a grown-ass Bobby Hill? Don't. Oh, he does, don't he? Damn it, Bobby. Get back in the van. Carry our protection. As the husband is backing out their van, the black mother walks to the back and hits it. She may not be the only one. And they were trapped. They were trapped in their vehicle. And we had, uh, there was more than just one person banging on that vehicle. And that will come out of trial. The van stops. The wife and husband get out, both with guns drawn. Don't you jump behind me. Oh, no, no, I ain't jumping on your girl with you. Your husband was hitting me. Within moments, a second or two, I had multiple people within two feet of me. And. Because you hopped out the car with a gun. You were in the car. Yeah, y'all could have just drove away. Y'all could just let yeah. them talk. Now, I will say this. If they did go back there and start beating up the husband, I, I mean, obviously, that's a bit of a gray area. You can't just be like, we should be able to whoop your ass and you just get in the car and drive yeah, off. Like, I, your vehicle and shit. Yeah, right. you start putting your hands on people. Right. It's, motherfuckers, that's a fight. Yeah, and it's one of those things where sometimes shit like this happens and sometimes both parties can actually be wrong. Nobody, yeah. nobody want to admit this. I don't know if it's true is what I'm yeah. saying because in the video they don't show us that mm -hmm. they hit this man. They just so... No. That, like, it sounds like they're saying we're taking the man's word that they started jumping him behind the van right which i don't know is true or not because you know there's a track record of you know white make people a, make a made up shit right yeah oh she about to cry. i just here we go here we go. i remember thinking i'm gonna cry, cry, cry i'm not going home tonight yes but you was there the one with is. the gun though baby she's ready for her close-up mr deville okay so you felt like you had no choice at that point but to pull the gun? Yeah. Why are you video recording this incident? What, what's the purpose other than for, you know, folks to be where we are right now? See, this is such bullshit because essentially you gave that white woman a bully pulpit of two minutes of footage. The black women aren't even in it. They didn't, don't even like they'd reached out to them to interview them at all. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, they have the black man clip of him being like, why are you even recording this? If, uh, unless it's to be on the news like we are right now. Well, I like to see the answer to that. Like, why, why are those, why did you cut that part out? Why can't the black women get to speak? Anyway, it's the best PR going right now is this, uh, white women and the news coming to talk to them afterwards. Amazing amazing zero to 100 karen i give it about a 50 yeah i give it uh 75 with the caveat of if they put their hands on him and then uh if they put their hands on him and that's why they pulled out the gun then yeah then i'll say 75 but if he's lying 100 i guess we'll find out if he's yeah, lying yeah, in court if, yeah if he's lying 100 and it's one of those things too to where uh that's not funny i want a lot of the evidence to come out yeah because it's one of those things where uh y'all could have just drove away too 
I mean, you yeah. was actually inside the vehicle. Like, what could they have done to actually get to you? Right. You actually stepped out of the car again. And mm-hmm. so that's where my, pro- I give it a 75 because that's, I'm not, because it's not quite a hundred. Right. But that's where my problem comes in. You were actually in a safe spot, in a right. safe place. You could have let them do whatever they want to do. And you literally could have drove away. Yeah, everyone had several chances to de-escalate that situation. Right, but right. Yeah, I just do wonder if he's telling the truth about being attacked. If that's so, then I definitely understand. Um, that's not so unreasonable that somebody will pull out some heat if you getting your ass whooped. You know, they like I ain't that fucking woke that <laughs> just let black people whoop your ass. Like that's not gonna happen. That, that's not in America. Uh, anyway, Cal Quiro, Quirio, Quirio. Okay. Quiro? I don't know. Uh, issues an apology to Jill Scott after questioning her beauty. My comments were distasteful and unbecoming of a black man. Former NFL linebacker Kyle Quiro, or it looks like Quirio or something. I don't know. Quiro. Um, let's see. I don't know. I give up. Uh, issues an apology to Queen Jill Scott after sending out a couple of tweets Friday night mentioning how anyone could find her sexually attractive. In the now deleted tweets, he asked, people are attracted to jill scott jill scott in all caps question mark and by no means is she ugly but y'all really sexually aroused by her you mean j-i-l-l-s-c-o-t-t yes that woman is fucking gorgeous been gorgeous forever who are you pitting the try i bet it ain't me who bitch it ain't me caps 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 who are you fitting that's exactly what the internet did to his ass right so he continued my comments uh in a lengthy apology posted to twitter because uh he didn't just get backlash from jill scott's fans but from the likes of k michelle tory lanes quest love who accused the former player of fat shaming um in a lengthy apology posted on twitter he wrote first and foremost i would like to apologize to miss jill scott the topic of your beauty should not have been shared over social media for public discourse there's truly no excuse or explanation to be made yep listen i'll tell you right now as a straight black dude on social media surrounded by all these different black people black women black like i just don't talk about anyone i don't find attractive for the most part because i just don't want the smoke and that extends to people of other races because what a lot of black dudes do is this pandering shit where they like talk shit about white women they'll be like oh we can we can talk shit about white women because everybody hates them but the weird part is that because of body types there's a black woman with a body that we would describe as some white woman's body mm-hmm. so while you like banging on lena dunham there's some black woman that's like i always kind of identify with lena dunham's body right so you just can't do it man you can only say positive shit you know what i mean and if motherfuckers don't like you they don't even want you to say that but fuck them i'm still a human and i'm not gonna let y'all get away with that i'm not gonna be like i'm never gonna talk about who looks good but that is definitely a thing like so don't ever express it it's gonna always be a problem it's gonna come back to haunt your ass too be positive just be like i like serena williams she can sit on my face any time of the day and just leave it at that like yeah Jill scott can get it i'm not even gonna lie and yeah. sing me to sleep there's <laughs> nothing negative about that and if i and if there was somebody i didn't like or someone i was like i just don't get it i know that on black twitter especially you ain't gonna be able to express that shit as no straight dude come on now look the rules are different for women and shit women can say some insane shit like i don't think i just don't get trevante rose and there's and motherfuckers will really be like 
uh that's just her prerogative you know this is different rules online than real life okay if they get to say it we just don't that's that is not fair okay it's not right like but we've said, had so the, much unfairness it's the reverse of society for so yeah. long yeah women. it's a small sacrifice to to make mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like if you if you you don't have to say shit like it's a, it's such a small thing to give up is the ability to criticize women in an overly critical world that consistently criticizes women of all times all the all the all types all the time mm-hmm. you know not to mention it's not a lot of these niggas are lying so it's the other yes, part yes they are she wouldn't blink twice your way you know it's just the other part they don't get it's like a lot of these motherfuckers are lying and this dude clearly was trolling he gonna say he wasn't you don't make a statement like that without expecting some pushback you just thought it would be funny to clown and shit people do it with lizzo mm-hmm. people do it with uh chrissy Teigen. oh she got a funny shaped face she's a fucking supermodel you if it's one of those things where you were in her presence you'd be like oh i get it okay yeah she's a fucking supermodel of course but people do this shit all the time so yeah you should have just not said nothing is it fair not technically but it's but it's that's the way it is dog mm-hmm. anyway this nigga had to apologize of course <laughs> my man had to apologize because they got in his ass <laughs> about jilly from philly listen i mean uh, and i'm and i'm so past this shit like when i see somebody say something like this i assume that it's for attention and i just move on of course what else could it be because think about it you cannot be attracted to somebody you don't have to ever tell anyone that technically because it doesn't matter to anyone but you my penis does not have blood flow through it and get engorged when i think of so-and-so and i just need the world to know this okay because i know many of you've been thinking about what is it that causes the hormones in my brain to make my penis aroused i know this is a big deal and uh that's what my twitter account is for is to let you know like you know that shit's gonna be a problem anyway uh he continued uh my comments were distasteful and becoming of a black man to speak negatively on a black woman under any circumstance oh man this nigga got they they hit him with the mud they, they, he went to like get the the hr department this looks like i can't never talk bad about no black woman Mm-mm. secondly he I knew was, it before he said it right uh secondly i would like to, i'll tell you who you can't talk bad about coon coons you can that's still legal so if you really according to twitter yes like if you wanted to say i wouldn't fuck candace owens with a 10-foot pole or some shit people will mostly let that one slide i'm not saying no one will push back but nigga everyone loves jill scott jill scott jill scott defended bill cosby and people still love jill scott she did apologize for the record but when does that matter to y'all but jill scott defended bill cosby and came back okay we love her you can't talk bad about jill scott and she fine so you know it's gonna be a disagreement people used to do this shit with serena williams too nigga no we don't agree and it's about to be a problem if you keep it up you know Mm-mm-mm. can't we talk about these people folks feel passionate about erica badu these women been around 20 years 15 yeah. 20 years hmm. i just don't get it well nigga it's not for you to get mo for me that, you know what and that's my whole motherfucking point it's one of those things where 
sometimes dudes be like, well, I don't like this woman and I don't like this one. You know what? I didn't ask for your opinion about it. And particularly if it's not your genre of music or not your thing, right. you know, and what, and for a lot of black women, what kills them is a lot of times you're picking an artist that a lot of black women like, and that's the problem. And it, identify with. Right. And identify with. And it's, you know, uh, the thing she sings and all that stuff. So it's like, you coming for a target and then you're shocked and surprised when people are like, the fuck are you doing, nigga? And ain't nobody asked you shit. That, that'd be the whole point. Nobody asked you and nobody cared. And because of the way society been, you got motherfuckers like accusing him of all kinds of shit that he didn't really do or say or confirm, it but don't it matter. don't matter. It's you a history behind that. You. Coming at this specific woman or a woman like her, it's gonna be a lot of people being like, oh so you are old you know you, the white man's ice is colder ass nigga you know like so he got lit the fuck up worse than any football game he's played uh he says i'm aware of the layers uh, he says secondly i would like to apologize to those who were offended by my post i do love when they say uh by those who were offended as opposed to those who may have been nigga you know them people exist like i <laughs> you knew before anyone you who it. may have had like no 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 they were offended so and they let you know really loudly i love when they say that like no 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 i mean y'all was offended i know i'm aware of the lawyers of the layers i'm sorry of hurt i peel back with my words i had no intention to make people feel less than but that's simply not good enough intention doesn't equate to impact i'm aware of how much more important one's impact is and their intention knowing this i still offended a large number of people and for that i'm deeply sorry yeah because somebody got a hold of you and was like "Hey, hey, hey don't do that instead of addressing his comments jill scott uh said wait i'm trending again okay then justice for brianna taylor justice for oluwatua and uh salu justice for sandra bland she said i'm trending again loving ourselves and each other's is respectful and uplifting support eyes on the prize love village the eyes on the prize yeah that's the other thing too um i saw people (laughs) social media is such a weird place people were spreading the pictures that leaked when people thought she had some nude photos out there one of them i supposedly isn't even her and then the other one um was a news leak so i'm like isn't the rules on the leaks and revenge porn that you're not supposed to share them but then it was like they were sharing it in support of her to be like you telling me you don't want all this and i mean obviously yes i do but nigga that that's we not supposed no, to be looking no, at those don't do that don't do that i never know the rules online you know and then of course if it's a man i think it just don't even count maybe you know i don't think it counts either because they don't even woo, care. something happened boy you open up your timeline you all you see is dick that's when you know that these uh women ain't shit too that's right like, that's that's, what, that's when you know that it's changed because mm-hmm. boy you let the you let the right person's dick pic get floated you'll be like the hell is this you look online and all you hear is Ooh, he can flip me all types of ways and girl did you see this you be like oh oh i wasn't expecting this when i opened up twitter yeah that's how that's that's what keeps the stuff like that gives me faith in humanity it's not a lot of people go oh i hate to see y'all ain't shit y'all really do but it gives me faith because i'm like okay maybe y'all can come off your house horse a little bit and y'all can understand why uh you know why why i follow nothing but butts on instagram because i'm into that okay there's no shame in that that people want to show me their butts guess who wants to look me <laughs> like what what I, I gotta be a bad person for that like there's nothing wrong nothing wrong with that transaction at all only fans accounts what's wrong with that people those nothing. are enterprising 
business owners okay ain't that old so it's that kind of shit and and then everyone and then women always act like you know either offended or uptight about it blah 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 but then let some motherfucker put a pic and be like this is the baby's dick you can't go anywhere without seeing that motherfucking picture every three posts look at this dick girl i know you seen the dick like i'm like yes thank you stop acting better than people you know oh, revenge porn is wrong but look at the baby's dick did he send it to you <laughs> did he put the dick out no you so you just been passing around his ill-gotten dick pic games to people trying to act better than other folks you ain't better than nobody you just as bad as everyone else stop going on these long ass like moral soliloquies yeah, a lot of times you see him whether you want to or not because like i said if, if if it's the right person it'll just be trending right in your timeline i like i said i appreciate it because i get to go i knew it y'all niggas ain't shit either stop acting better than me okay you know what i mean uh who else serge abaka all these just dicks everywhere bing 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 dicks everywhere it was everywhere dicks they don't even like sharing these dicks i'm like you <laughs> motherfuckers ain't you not better than me we in the same pervert vote okay all of us is like children like oh titties uh, it's, it's a shame i'm 42 still titties is that let me just peek is over there true? it's like that gif of the dude that looks in the um he's in the uh gas station and he's like going to the front like where you get the the liquids out of the um what you call it out of the like behind the refrigerating thing where you open up the thing and you get the liquids out Mm -hmm. and he turns around like what's over there and then he like turns back and walks the other way that's me whenever titties pump out it don't matter who titties is what the titties yes i, I can like. i can visualize that gift now it's yeah. hilarious too he go and open it up and was like oh wait a minute something happened yeah. over there i know i came here for orange juice but it's titties over here you know and i, I feel, get the orange juice later yeah and people like that with dicks too trying to act better than everybody you not anyway let's all uh agree uh we're not better than people uh all right that's it for today we need to do some sore ratchetness and get out of here we started late and then tomorrow at 4 30 p.m we'll have uh reagan gomez on the podcast as a guest yay yep and if everything goes to plan on wednesday we'll have bossy igby as a guest yay yeah that's right we're out here working all right let's get to the sore ratchetness oh god volume up three jailed after samurai style sword attack on cyclist three men have been jailed after an attack on a cyclist in peterborough in which a cyclist suffered a six inch cut to his arm from a samurai type sword oh shit the incident happened in breton in the northeast of cambridgeshire town on the evening of 24 april last year jordan roberts ulili rumalho and umberto familino were was subsequently arrested following an investigation into the joint enterprise attack uh roberts age 19 admitted being in a group of others on the evening in question and pleading guilty to uh involved involved being involved in a violent disorder but denied causing grievous bodily harm for with intent uh the other two denied involvement in the attack 
on the 42 year old victim who had been cycling in the area of britain park when it happened realizing he was being chased the victim stopped to confront his pursuers mistake one of whom swung a samurai style sword at his head cutting his arm as a bicyclist tried to defend himself other members of the group also produced knives but the victim managed to run off and was helped to safety by a member of the public everybody came to bang didn't he yeah there's a boy boy crazy boy it was oh i got my cool boy you know how they make Mm -hmm. the noise when you when you pull it from the teeth i'm ready sharks come over here and we gotta fight these jupiters i forget the name of the group of the group me too the sharks in the something uh the the weapons used by the gang could have caused more severe injuries even loss of life but thankfully the victim managed to get to safety um i'm pleading with the public to get in touch with us if they know someone who carries a weapon the information we pass on oh i love this idea yes you should be able to report on people anonymously for having swords yes mm. an idea whose time has come okay there's never one that's been used for positive things very rarely just report to people hey they got a sword they shouldn't have one last friday ramaho was sentenced to seven years imprisonment Ooh, with feminine getting three and a half years roberts had admitted violent disorder but was sentenced to nine years imprisonment as well as four years in jail for unrelated offenses to run consecutively um consecutively shit so that's 11 that's 13 years because i th- i know concurrent is at the same time so this nigga gotta do nine years for this shit and four years for some other shit and they not even combining it god damn i was like nah Mm-mm. way to make a statement get these niggas off the street get them off the street out here stabbing folks the only time i'm not a prison abolitionist is during this shit oh this only time and with bill cosby and r kelly and harvey weinstein and uh Russell, Russell, I, th- I think uh, you got quite a list there. Simmons, I think I think you might as well come on to the side. Why Dilla you? Roof, why you playing? I don't know why you over there playing. Lock uh, them up. Lock them up. One of us. One of us. But other than that, <laughs> free everybody. Uh, another individual, Dante Foster, age eighteen, was found guilty of violent disorder and will be sentenced at a later date. While Musa Balde, also eighteen, was found not guilty of the same offense. So I don't even know who this other person came for anyway that's it for today's episode we'll be back tomorrow Reagan gomez thank you guys for listening yes. um if you're seeing go get you some mask in our go t public store mask. i'll put the link in our um in the uh in the uh, notes for this show that's on you, your face yeah go go out here and styling use code tbgwt and uh of course old episodes are gonna keep appearing on your feed mm-hmm. so I'm seeing y'all going back and listening which i'm excited because i know you know we've had like a handful of crew that's kind of been there the entire time but because we've done so many episodes over so many years people kind of jumped in and out sporadically while we're doing these episodes and some of y'all have never heard these episodes so this would be fun to go back down memory lane and i'm glad some of y'all are listening and enjoying them yep and also man like i was saying this to three guys on i love putting up this old shit like it's just unfortunately we had to take it down for money cost reasons at the time yeah, back and then yeah when we were going premium we didn't know exactly how we were going to do things so mm-hmm. we tried to move everything to the site and but everything went always unlimited yeah but um i like putting it up because i want people to see where we came from mm-hmm. you know i want people to see that you know growth is a thing growth is possible that um 
you know and that you never know where you're gonna go on shit and all that stuff and that we've always been funny we've always had but you know this has been a learning adventure talking to the world and the yes. world talking back and mm-hmm. i think people are trying too much to crop that out of their filtered selfie on instagram and and i want you to see some of the blemishes man that's that's what makes that's what makes the shit real is the authenticity mm-hmm. all right y'all we'll talk to you tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.